Well, good afternoon. Blessings, everyone. It is Writer for God checking in. I do pray that you are well and that you are warm and dry wherever you are. I seen this morning that we are in for another big winter storm coming up, so I do hope that you are preparing as much as you can uh, for that as well. I know we have storms and stuff going on everywhere. You know, the, the world is in travail, beloved. And that is what is happening. The earth is travailing, okay? She's preparing for the return of the king. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. It's called, Don't Be Afraid, Be Prepared. And I want to talk to you about that amid all the fears, you know, that's going on today. We have so much going on. And Lord knows, you know, there are plenty of fears to choose from. You know, we surely have no shortage of fear these days, you know, from wars and rumors of wars, we have sicknesses, we have diseases, we have viruses, not to mention the plague of sin that is running rampant in this country today that we live in, you know, everything is polluted, the air we breathe, the water that we drink, the ground that we get our food from, well, excuse me, our GMOs. Our minds, our bodies are polluted from all the widespread pollution. Even our airwaves are polluted with radioactive waves in the name of progress. You know, it's so sad that people are going insane because of this insane world that we live in. And I wish that I could tell you that it's going to get better. But... I would be lying to you. You know, now we have perhaps a pandemic arising in the form of this coronavirus. And only God knows how far this thing is going, you know. And people are starting to panic. But we don't have to panic, beloved. We just need to be prepared. You know, if you have to leave the house with a mask on, then by all means, please do that. You know, don't feel bad for using a mask keep, to keep germs away. I mean, that's what they're for. If you're not well, you're not feeling well, you know, please, by all means, wear a mask and save those around you from getting what you're dealing with or at least do your part. I was just in the store the other day and somebody uh, plainly, clearly sick, coughing and just, you know, disregarding everyone around them, um, no mask on, anything, just out in public, you know, coughing, spreading germs everywhere, um, you know, that's not wise, that's not, you know, that's not being courteous to other people, you know, there are some reasons why people uh, need to wear masks, such as persons who have a, a low immune system, maybe their immune systems have been compromised by you know, maybe they're taking chemo or something has compromised their uh, immune systems and they need to wear a mask. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, this is not the first nor the last of the plagues, sicknesses or diseases that we have had to deal with or are going to have to deal with. So don't be afraid. But, you know, let us not be foolish either. You know, the truth is that God tells us 
he told us already that it's going to be this way, didn't he? I mean, he warns us of these things in his word all throughout scripture we see it. He said, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man returns. You know, following Adam and Eve's example of rejecting God's instructions, humanity became increasingly hostile and they were so corrupt that the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was so great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continuously. Oh, that's in Genesis chapter 6. And because of this, God said that he was sorry that he had created mankind. And he told Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, that is mankind, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Why did he have to do that? Well, he had to eradicate corruption. That is why. You know, God's grieving, he grieved about this. His grieving was not that he was sorry because he made a mistake. Because God doesn't make mistakes, beloved. Uh-uh. He doesn't make mistakes. But because he gave his creation, human creation, the freedom to choose between what was right and wrong. And he was so grieved in his heart to see how far humanity had come, how far they had fallen from what he originally intended. Remember that when Adam and Eve was in the garden, it was perfect. Everything was perfect for man. Until sin entered in to the thought processes of mankind. And then when they acted on that, that's when they got kicked out and everything went, you know. And God had to send, of course, a Savior. So, if we can't see what is happening right before our eyes, then we are truly, truly blind. You know, and most of the church world today acts like, they're blind, that they don't even see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? The days of Noah were perilous times, no doubt. Evil was so rampant that God was sorry, and no doubt we are living in those times again, beloved. All you got to do is you don't even have to turn your TV on. You can walk out your door. And I mean, if you can't feel this in the spirit realm, something is radically wrong. You know, does this time that's going on around us sound familiar? It should. We've been warned again of this very thing way over in the Newer Testament about the end of the age. We see in the Second Timothy chapter 3 the Apostle Paul and he is warning. He says, don't be naive. There are difficult times ahead as the end approaches. That is the end of the age. People are going to be self-absorbed, money-hungry, self-promoting, stuck-up, Profane, contemptuous of parents, crude, coarse, dog-eat-dog, -dog, unbending, slanderers, impulsively wild, savage, cynical, treacherous, ruthless, bloated windbags, addicted to lust, and allergic to God. Whew, if that doesn't sound like today, I don't know what does. And then he goes on to say, they will make a show of religion, but behind the scenes they are animals. His warning, stay clear of these people. In other words, don't associate with them. If you know that's how they are, stay away from them. You know, how are we to prepare then when we know that something is impending? You know, 
Well, I believe that God has given us instructions for all things if we will just take the time to look at his word. And all we have to do really is just look at history. Um, remember Joseph, how he was rejected and, and thought to be killed by his very own brothers? And then we see how God took him from that pit to the palace and how God even used the cold and callousness of his own brothers against another human being their brother that was being perpetrated upon Joseph he used that God used that to catapult Joseph to a position of power so don't tell me my God's not in control okay not so Joseph could boast no no way far from it Joseph was deeply wounded by this betrayal, because we see this at his reaction at the first time that he's seen his brothers who had left him for dead. Yet God, in his infinite wisdom and mercy, had made a place of importance for Joseph, so much so that Joseph would become a savior in essence, so much so that he would feed the very ones who wanted him dead. We read this account of the coming famine in Genesis chapter 41. And then we see how Joseph takes over and implements the plan of salvation by feeding not only Egypt, but Israel and surrounding countries as well. And this is in Genesis 47. Remember that, you know, this was a wor worldwide famine. How awesome is our God? And how do we live in a world like this without being totally afraid, you know, for every second of our lives? You know, we must trust God, beloved, and believe that He still has a plan just as He always has. You know, He has never failed and He never will. I do believe that we should be wise and use wisdom to prepare for what is coming upon the earth. You know, we must prepare spiritually and sometimes we must prepare physically as well. You know, what if Joseph had not been obedient to prepare for the coming famine? Just think about that for a moment. What if he would have just wrote it off as a bad nightmare? Oh, no worries, right? Well, think just for a moment. Of the ramifications of that had Joseph not prepared. All of mankind would have starved to death since the famine was worldwide. So, likewise, if you know you may need some food or some water or wear a mask on your face, then by all means, go ahead, get some food. Get some water. Get some supplies together. It's as simple as that. You know, we don't have to panic, and we shouldn't panic, but we should prepare. You know, has God placed a warning in your spirit, man? Um, has he told you something to do to prepare? You know, he has told me that um, quite a few years back, even while I was writing Arise, Sleeping Giant, Your Slumber is Over, the first book, and you can read some of that in there of the things that God showed me that was coming. And he 
gave me some checks in my spirit about things to prepare for, you know. And so I'm sure if he's given you something to uh, prepare or something to do, then my advice to you is to get on with it and let's get it done. You know, stop procrastinating. We don't have to fear. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. But just know and be as prepared as we can. And then we let what? God be God and we let Him do the rest. We do not have to live in fear, but we do not want to be foolish either. So if God tells you to do something, by all means, do it. I want to leave you today with this positive thought in the form of a question. And that is, did you know that God's wrath is laid up for the wicked, not the just? Hmm. How amazing is our God, beloved? You know, I'm going to bring that subject, I'm going to bring that topic to you as well very soon. So be looking for it. You don't want to miss it on God's wrath is laid up for the wicked, not the just. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to call it yet, but that's going to be, you know, what it's going to be about. And you don't want to miss it. So I do hope that this has helped you to understand some things that we don't have to panic. But if God tells you to prepare for something, then just simply do it. And don't, you know, don't feel bad um, about it. Because, you know, if God gives us a warning about something, it's for a purpose, right? And we need to pay attention to it. And so I do hope that uh, you are well today. I hope this has helped you in some little way or another to get some clarification on a few things. And by all means, get the book, Arise, Sleeping Giant, Your Slumber is Over. It is an on-time message uh, for the church today. Um, we are living, no doubt, in perilous times. And there are things that we must prepare for, spiritually and physically, as much as possible. So, um, if you have any comments and or questions, by all means, email me at any time. You can also click on the message box right there on this podcast. And send me a quick message. Just remember it has to be one minute or less. And then I will certainly answer you just as soon as possible. So, until next time, beloved, many blessings to you. And shalom.